Hey everyone, it's Brittany and Aaron with the How Did We Get Here podcast. Join us as we share our story and walk through dating, marriage, parenting, life, and how choosing to love and heal yourself first will open you up to the greatest life you could create. On today's episode, we are talking about... All the cool things that people always ask us regarding what do we do to stay happy, sane, and connected during the really busy seasons of life. So, big breath. <laughs> um, it's a busy season. It, well, and you know, get out of here, pal, because we've got three kids, and we are both entrepreneurs, and we are also both very involved with our family. So, when is it not a busy season? It's always busy. So, with those three kids... We have school and sports and friends and life. And a teenager. And a teenager. (laughs) We also like to call our 13-year-old my backpack because she is literally glued to me all the time. I'm like her therapy dog, which I love more than anything, but it is a constant energy drainer. Like, it's a constant pour out. Way more for you than it is for me. 100%. Way more for you. Yeah. Which means I have to be there for you. Yeah. So, and that's really what we want to go into. Um, when we have family or friends or colleagues or peers and they just say like, hey, we know you guys are really busy. I mean, Aaron and I years ago were very involved in the church. We... For two years, we're certified foster parents. So we had four children instead of three. Um, again, we're active in the community. We are both entrepreneurs growing and building and expanding businesses all the time. And it's funny to me because I sit there and often I have this mindset of we're not that busy. And it's fine because <laughs> I'll say it to Aaron every once in a while when he's like, well, we were too busy to record a podcast or like, Honey, we've been so busy at night, we couldn't read. <laughs> no, that's why we went to bed at 8 o'clock last night. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I sit there, and it's almost like I want to get defensive. And I'm like, nuh-uh, we have so much free time because we took a nap in the middle of the day yesterday or, you know, <laughs> just things. So, yes, we are very busy. Um, As are you. I, everyone is. You know, they really are, no matter what. It, that looks like everybody's lives. They're just, they're busy because yep. we have these mindsets that we need to fill up our stagnant, empty time. Otherwise, we're, I don't know, being lazy, we're worthless. Um, and I'm a time filler upper. I, I just, I am. And so when we take a step back and we realize, okay, all three of our children's birthdays fall in an exact two-week window of the first and the last. And so, you know, this is such a great topic to discuss right now because we just got out of birthday season. And during the exact same time, I was closing one of my boutiques and merging it, remodeling and restructuring my permanent fixture. And my husband is shifting and changing around and expanding things with his clients. And I have random new clients coming through who want life coaching. Like it just, it really, really felt like everything that could happen or be a thing kind of just showed up the first two months of this year. 
right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's one of the reasons that we're talking about this now because we get through it. Um, and we get through it 100% depending and trusting that the other has my back. And so, for example, uh, let's say I came home and I was at one of my boutiques all day. Well, as a very outgoing introvert, I love being in my store, but I really like being in the store working. I don't necessarily like talking to all of the customers who come through. Um, It just drains me. It feels very overwhelming after a while. I'd rather stand and hide behind the counter and be busy doing business things. And when that happens and I come home and the kids are jumping on me and they need help with homework and they want to go to the park and they have a friend's birthday party, at the end of the day, Aaron is so aware that I am tired and maybe that I gave a little more of myself that day. He asks nothing of me besides, do you want to watch Outlander and drink a small glass of whiskey? Or would you like to watch Outlander and drink a cup of tea? And like, oh my gosh, he comes downstairs with my slipper socks in one hand and my jammies in his other hand. And then he'll put the pillow on his lap and I'll pat it so I can just lay my head down and he'll scratch my back. Um, And the thing is, it sounds like, oh, that's so nice. But realistically, that is our very norm default. Um, Or we switch it up. And if Aaron is the one where I can just tell like, ah, he seems a little bit off today. He seems a little bit tired. I will. Plus, I get flustered. You do get that's, flustered. That's my thing. Because I'm an outgoing extrovert, so I typically thrive in busyness. I like loud. I like um, conversing with as many people as possible because it gives me energy. And doing things gives me energy. I'd like to opt out of that one. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's it's really great. And it could be something that benefits us because we're opposites in that, that light where... Brittany being an introvert um, and me being an extrovert that, um, you know, we we benefit each other in that way. But I'd like to also think that two, two couple or couples who both are extroverts or both are introverts can figure out um, ways that they can help each other in those times of need um, when they when it's absolutely necessary. So. Um, you know, for example, yeah, I will, I can be home. I, I typically typically get home before Brittany does from work because um, I go in super early and so I get home earlier, which means I, I'm usually there to get the kids off the bus, get snacks going for them. I might need to get dishes or uh, laundry started, um, helping with homework and things like that. Um, but you know, sometimes it is just one thing after another, after another. And then if, uh, um, you know, I'm trying to do too many things at once and they're not getting done properly or, or not getting done the way I feel like they should be getting done. Um, Brittany might come home from work and sense that in me instantly and she'll (laughs) be like, Hey, I've got this. Let me take over. You go take care of you. What do you need to do in this moment? You've been doing everything all day. What do you need to do in this moment? Do you need to shower? Do you need to eat? 
Sometimes I need to eat while I'm showering, and it's both. Gross. <laughs> uh, for the record, that's never no, happened. That doesn't happen. But so gross. What I'm saying is, is soggy sandwich. She, <laughs> she knows me just as well as I know her, but we've spent these years getting to know each other, so that way we can be there to support each other in these seasons. So. I would say, you know, first and foremost, get to know each other's wants and needs in those times so you can just know or talk to each other. Hey, what do you need right now? Yeah. How can I help you so so you can get the rest that you need at this moment? Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. Erin um, used to be in the habit of just assuming what I needed. And as a woman... He now understands and knows that what I need changes so often. Um, I mean, not to get all woo-woo-wee, but depending on the cycle of the moon, depending on the cycle of me as a female, sometimes what I really, really need is a Epsom salt bath and some candles. Um, Sometimes I need snuggles with my family or a walk outside like it really truly just depends on where I am and he used to assume that it was all always the same and I would sit there and then I'd cry and be like I don't want to be alone in the bath and miss out on movie night Aaron like stop trying to force it and he'd sit there just thinking oh I thought that's what you needed and wanted right now and so it would be confusing for both of us because I felt like he was trying to force me to do something that he thought would help. But the reality is what I really just needed him to do was ask, hey, love, what is it you need right now? Or to just, I mean, I think the most powerful thing a guy can say to a girl is, I see you. I see you. And I noticed you you seem to be tired like okay <laughs> don't be like you look real tired today <laughs> but but to be able to say like hey i see you and it, you've been busy yeah you've been you've really, been busy, really today. busy what do you need how can i help you i mean get all sexy like how can i serve you i mean whatever your verbiage is but people in general just want to know that they're being they're being seen and acknowledged. And if you are feeling overwhelmed, guy or girl, whoever you are, like partner, partner, um, I think slow down and see each other. I think that's a really, really, really big first step of how to handle the really busy seasons and understand if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, there's a really good chance your partner is also feeling stressed and overwhelmed. So assuming it's just you and then being mad and defensive that they're not fixing you and they're not helping you and they're not comforting you maybe take a step back and ask yourself what is it that I need and if they're not coming to you and saying how can I help okay let's say you're both stressed you're both in that same low of overwhelm and they're not asking how can I help you because they're just thinking how can I stay afloat myself? How do I get through this? Yeah, yeah. I think it's really a great idea. And again, this is something Aaron and I will, will do. I'll just sit back and be like, whew, <laughs> like, fuck, it's been a really hard day today. Or this week has been really intense. And he'll just sit there and smile and be like, yup, I'm feeling it too. And then it turns into a, 
What do we need? And it might be we need a walk outside, which is more for me. And then, you know, relaxation on the couch, which is for Aaron. And it's both. It's not just what I want. And it's not just what he wants because we're recharging together. He's serving me and being there with me when he says, hey, it's a full moon. Let's get outside and go see if we can chase La Luna. And I'm just like, yes. I feel not only recharged by that, but I also feel supported and seen by my person. And then when I say, you know, let's go inside and watch Back to the Future and have a whiskey and snuggle, I'll scratch your head. Aaron is like, yes, I feel seen and loved and supported and nurtured by my person. And I feel good to do that for him. And he feels good to do that for me. So it turns into such a beautiful give and take instead of a, well, I'm tired too. <laughs> like, which we can talk about that a little bit because Aaron had a default for a while where if I said something like, oh my God, I'm really tired today. Like I was up at six with the kids and it was a really difficult morning. And then it was one thing after another. His natural response used to be, do you know? Yeah. I would start listing off all the things that I would do <laughs> and then be like, well, I'm, I'm super tired too. Yeah. You know, and it was not, I wouldn't want to make it a competition, but I would point the things out to make it a competition. Yeah. Which isn't helpful for anybody. No. And so it was one of those things where it, I felt like Brittany wasn't seeing me or didn't recognize the things I was going through, only the things that she was going through. It was just in the moment we were going through it both at the same time and we were both tired. Yeah. She was listing off the reasons why she was tired and I was so busy with my stuff. I was just thinking, well, she's so busy. She's not paying attention to me at all seeing why I'm tired. Yeah. So she needs to know why I'm tired. And that was super unhelpful. <laughs> we learned that real quick. Um, it, you know, after a couple times, then we had a conversation about it. But, you know, I think that was one thing that really helped was we started talking more about when we were tired. Um, and then from those conversations, we started recognizing each other's tiredness or or what we needed in certain seasons at certain times yeah almost to like nip it in the bud yeah. yeah um and that does that that takes some time and it takes some uh work and due diligence on your end to recognize those things and want to take action with it but knowing that if you're taking action your partner is taking action Eventually, you guys are going to be able to finish each other's sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> Inside joke. Um, I do love that you, I mean, the second I was like, do you know what I'm talking about? You instantly knew. And what would happen is as the woman who bore the children and breastfed all three of them, I'd be up all night and I would try to keep you know, my life separate from Aaron so that we didn't interfere with his sweet sleep. Um, and we went through this at such a young age that it kind of just spewed into where we are now in our late 20s and early 30s. And so with life in kind of a flow now of, 
you know, he gets up sometimes between four or five in the morning to go to work and I get to sleep a glorious hour and a half in the bed in the middle, spread out like a starfish all by myself until I have to get up and it's two kids fed food, you know, on the bus, make their lunches. Then the third kid feed her, curl her hair, make her lunch, get her out the door. And then it's my turn. Feed me, get in the shower, go to work. And so when Aaron would come home and I'd say something like, I just feel really tired today. Like I feel a little bit grumpy. I feel a little bit frumpy. It felt like a long day, but to him, he's thinking, are you kidding me? You were at the physical store for four or five hours and it's my store. So, you know, I do what I want. Um, and here he is up and he's at work for 10 hours coaching people. And he's not just their personal trainer and nutritionist. He's walking some of them on walks, letting them cry on his shoulder. Like he is their everything and he is their anchor. And so he'd come home and he's my anchor. So when I'm like, oh, I had a long day. And he'd look at me and be like, yeah, you're telling me I got up at four. It instantly hurt my feelings because I was like, oh, I wasn't trying to compete with you. I'm also not saying I'm unaware you woke up at four o'clock in the morning. I simply wanted to let you know, I feel really tired right now and I don't like it. And I feel really kind of emotionally taxed. And what you just said wasn't super helpful. (laughs) If you want to talk about how tired you are or your schedule, by all means, I am here to have that discussion. But like, if I'm coming to you to say like, I'm tired and I had a long day, I feel like the appropriate response would be like, how are you feeling now? <laughs> do you want to tell me about it? Like, let <laughs> I, me help you. Yeah. <laughs> I. Do you want to just sit and take a nap and not tell me about it? Because I'm also tired. Like there are so many other ways because the reality is if I'm coming to him and I'm just openly and vulnerably saying like I'm tired or I had a long day I'm coming to him baseline for a little bit of comfort and understanding if he needs a little bit of comfort and understanding he has every single chance and ability to come to me and say hey I had a rough day or I had a long day or I'm tired you know, I need some help or I need to refill myself or I have it recharge, replenish, I whatever you want to call it. But if he's not choosing to come to me with that, he also shouldn't be penalizing me and combating that I simply just, you know, want to have a conversation about how I'm feeling. And the, the reality is he didn't see that he was doing that. And it was actually pretty neat that when I started pointing it out and saying, hey, have you noticed if I say something like I'm tired, your immediate response is, yeah, me too. I've been up since four (laughs) and I'm complaining in his eyes that I got up at 620. And so I started having to kind of look at him and say, hey, I know you get up at four. It's not about that. I just wanted to talk to you about how I'm feeling right now. And he kind of like, it was neat watching like this come down of like, oh, okay, why am I trying to compete? Why am I trying to almost belittle how my person is feeling right now and make it about me? Because I mean, you guys, baseline, that's what he was doing. He was belittling me and making it about him. And so the issue was we needed to figure out, well, okay, maybe there's something here. Like, how is he feeling in this moment? 
what does he need right now? You know, how can I help him? How can he help himself? And his first step was acknowledging what he was doing so he could communicate how he was feeling so we could fix it. Like you can't fix something if you don't know what to do. Yeah, and I think, you know, and that's why I want to circle back around to communication because without communication, um, you're you're never going to be able to, to move to the next step. Yeah. Um, and as, as partners and spouses, you've, you've got to be able to talk to each other. And, you know, one thing I used to do um, a, a while ago, I mean, years, years ago, um, was when Brittany would point stuff out to me like that, like, hey, did you see what you just did? I would get super defensive real quick. And then I would either go into a shame bubble or I might get upset and he'd start throwing things and flipping chairs and he got a chainsaw and he was cutting off Phyllis's head one time it was a whole thing so for those of you that don't know me personally I am not an angry person at all not even a little bit so um I used to be a lot more passive and so I would that shame bubble or passivity would chime in and I would I'd get more defensive than internally than I would be accepting of the accountability that my wife is trying to bring to my attention. And so as soon as you guys can kind of break down that egoic side and kind of sit back a little bit more and say, you know what, I want to be a better person and I want to make this relationship better, so I'm going to just listen to what my spouse is saying because they want to help me. And they want me to be better and to do better, not just for them, but for myself as well. And so I, I would sit back and I would listen to the feedback. And yeah, it still might get me upset in that moment. But, you know, after the conversation is done or even halfway through the conversation or a little bit of, you know, the start of it, I'd be like, oh, wait, no, I need to, I can, I can do this. This is just one moment. I can, if I listen and I hear what she's saying to me, then I can pay attention to it in the future. And even if I start to say something again, I'll be like, oh, nope, nope, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop myself right there. What is it that you need? Because it's not about me right now. Yeah. It's about you. Yeah. And you know, you said you were tired and you're right. Guess what? I'm tired too. I don't have to name off all the things that's been a long day for me. I'm just gonna go draw the blinds right now. <laughs> I did used to say when he would bring that up, I'd like stop and just stare at him and say, okay, so do you want to just change your schedule then and stop seeing people so early? That way you can stop complaining about this whenever I come to you complaining about my day. And he was like, oh, touche. Because I, that was the reality is he was kind of in that moment complaining over something he literally was creating yeah. and yep. scheduling himself. And so that's when we had to realize he wasn't really complaining about his schedule. Aaron loves and creates his own schedule. I love being up early. God. I do. If you could see his super sexy smile right now, it's insane. There's nothing better than a pitch black morning with a nice dark cup of coffee. That's not true. A huge king size bed all to yourself snuggled up with like three extra blankies see, and all the pillows. Different people. <laughs> Different people. I also love Aaron's schedule. I hate schedule. sleeping by myself. Oh my God, I love it. I mean, I love it for the hour and a half that you're gone in the morning. 
And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I miss my bed buddy. <laughs> but it just, it, it wasn't about his schedule. It was about something deeper. And the reality is it gave him and I an opportunity to have these conversations to figure out, okay, what do we do when we are both tired and we just feel like we have nothing to give right now and the kids are draining us and work is draining us and we're emotionally spent and we realized the very bottom line is we needed to trust each other. We needed to trust that we had each other's back. Aaron and I have a saying that we'll say to each other and it's, hey, same team. And if he's mad and I'm mad and our, our parents, you guys, that'll be like 10 podcasts. But all eight of our parents, I mean, pick one couple at any given time. Aaron and I have something to like grind our teeth about and we can sit there and be like, oh my gosh, there's so much going on and I'm emotionally stressed and physically stressed, but so is Aaron. And so it's easy to fall into these like almost pity childish, like, well, well, what about me? And you know, it's, I'm tired and you're not helping me. But when we started remembering, like we're on the same team, we can both be tired and that's okay. And we can both snuggle on the couch and fall asleep at 8 p.m. And that's okay, too. Absolutely. We did that last night. Yes, we did. <laughs> and now we're hiding in a hotel. <laughs> and so, you know, what what do we do when we're stressed and we're overwhelmed and we're exhausted? How do we stay connected? We communicate. We're honest with each other about, hey, right now this is how I am feeling even if it's, I don't know what I need, but I know right now this is how I feel. Can you help me with this? Aaron has my back no matter what. Likewise, I have his. And the days he comes to me and says, I'm feeling a bunch of feels. Um, Aaron takes a testosterone shot and an estrogen pill. And sometimes those prescriptions get off and we see how they affect him and he has to be able to communicate to me and say I'm feeling really emotional or I'm feeling very tired or my headaches have come back like whatever it is he knows I'm not going to sit there and be like oh (laughs) did you miss your shot (laughs) is your estrogen peaking I'm going to sit there and say okay if we can't go get that prescription right now how else can we help you yeah what do you need? Do you want me to literally just hold your hand? Because I will. And I'm honestly, he's shaking his yeah, head. Yes. Yeah. I petting it, his hand. It helps. Tough. Yeah. It's, it's tough sometimes. And, and again, it's that egoic side where, especially as a guy that, that creeps in sometimes where you don't want to admit that there might be something bothering you or that you need something more on the emotional side. But yeah. You're big, strong, and brave all the time. But I know if I don't voice it, she's not going to know or understand what I'm going through internally. And so it's, you know, yeah, been together 14 years, but we can only read each other's minds 90% of the time. Yeah. Not not the other 10%. No, that's usually overwhelmed with our children yelling at us. Yeah. (laughs) But you guys, you just work on... Speaking your truth, communicating, and trusting that the person you're with, you guys have to know you have each other's back. And that can be scary, and you might have the mindset of like, uh, they don't have my back. And if that's the case, well, then that's a much bigger issue. 
right? And at least you know where to start with that conversation. So if the issue isn't necessarily how do we stay connected when we're overwhelmed, you might start there and start working deeper and realizing there's a few other things in the way that you need to build up and get stronger on before you step into the, okay, well, we took care of those, but now what happens when this happens? And, you know, work, life, and children, it's exhausting. But you're each other's best friends. Same team. Same team all the time. Same freaking team. Um, and I just, I think that, that is, that's the most honest-to-God answer that I could give with how we have successfully stayed connected. And also, besides same team, I would say prioritize yourselves. And like not, maybe not yourselves. I mean that as like yourselves as one. <laughs> so yeah, priori- yeah, prioritize you guys. And so we, Erin and I are currently away right now. We're, we took two nights away. My big brother's hanging out and watching our kiddos. And they were eating while well, they our oldest, her 13-year-old, was super upset and was like, please don't go, mommy, because she just wants me to hang out all the time. Um, Which is funny because she was gone last night. And she wanted to actually be gone again tonight. But regardless, (laughs) it's they need to know that we matter also. And they need to know, your children need to know that you as the parents prioritize your relationship. So our kids are at school Monday, and that is Aaron and my day off together. We went wine tasting last week, and we did this amazing free wine tasting in exchange for some marketing, and it was so fun. And we yeah. make a whole day out of Mondays. Like, yeah, yeah, that's our day. That's our day to recharge. And even though sometimes Mondays don't happen because the kids end up having it off of school, we still find something that Brittany and I can do together to create that space so that way we can be recharged and we can restart on Tuesday yeah. to, to tackle the rest of the week. Yeah, the stronger we are together, the stronger and better we show up for them and they know that. And so we prioritize us. And if that means we tell the kids like, hey, we ordered you Chipotle to the house and we're leaving, we're gonna go down the street and grab dinner at one of our favorite cafes, they do not bat an eye. They absolutely know. And it's not like we're going out on like quote unquote date night. We don't have date night. We never stop dating. We we never, it's not. It's funny. I don't even know the last time I said, hey, we're doing date night. It's, no. It's just. Oh, it's been years. Hey, I ordered dinner. We're going out. I ordered dinner for the kids. Yeah. We're going out to dinner. Yeah. I'm yeah. taking mommy out tonight. Yeah. Or yeah. I like constantly. We, yeah. and we, we do do it constantly, but that is because the other what 80% of our time is very taken up with an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 13-year-old who need us physically, mentally, and emotionally. Outside of our two businesses. Yeah, and I mean, our kids are our number one priority, but we, we have to come first. So don't wait until that date night once a month. Don't wait until the annual anniversary getaway freaking go do a staycation you guys 150 dollars. go to the hoxton downtown in portland yeah portland's gross and dirty but the hoxton's really cool um aaron and i go to the nines for our wedding anniversary because that's where we went on our wedding night and i mean we'll grab dinner there then we have amazing breakfast there in the morning like 
there and then go home the next day yeah it's just it's a quick recharge and and use it like that don't don't abuse it use that time Um, rest and recoup and take the time for you. Yeah, and we do staycations where, shockingly, guys, we don't even have sex. It's literally, we will stay up eating and laughing and snuggling and being silly, and then we pass out and we sleep hard yeah. and it is glorious absolutely and pleasurable like yeah. it's wonderful it, it's different it's it it's is a, different yeah it's a different kind of ecstasy <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's yeah. not that like we yeah. never go out so we need to do all these yeah. it no it's literally we fill ourselves with what we need in that moment and if it is like hey we need to get away and we need to just go crash at a hotel downtown to have a change of scenery and some silence if that's what we need, that's what we need. And just going, it feels good knowing we're showing up for each other. We're here to support each other. Um, I mean, it's wonderful. So prioritize yourselves as as one, right? Make it a, a more consistent thing. And again, we've got three kiddos. That's not a ton of kids, but it's also not not <laughs> a ton of kids. And we, for years... It's more than two, but less than four. <laughs> I mean... It's, it's more than one. It's, it's a thing. But we would go down to new seasons and we would get all the fixings to make our own little charcuterie plate. We'd get a bottle of wine, put the kids to bed, sit on the floor and watch whatever the hell we wanted, usually the office, while having our charcuterie plate and bottle of, and wine. Bottle of wine. Because we can't go out, but it's almost like bring the date night in. Yeah. And don't make yep. it complicated, right? Yep. But I felt special. Yeah, <laughs> keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Hurts my feelings every time. Um, but yes, so there you go. We've got your guys' back. Have each other's backs. It is not a competition who's more tired. Just know it is okay for you or your person to feel exhausted or stressed or all the rainbow of emotions. And just try to be there for them until it becomes such a natural thing like it is for us. We know what each other need. And it like it fills me to show up for Aaron. And, and vice versa. And it's really neat because when he shows up for me, I literally see him light up. And then it helps me get out of my funk. Because I'm like, he's so proud of himself right now. And I appreciate that so much. Like, it's a win-win-win. <laughs> so... God, I think I have accidentally dropped like six office inside joke references. That's okay. You just filled people in. I did. Go watch The Office if you haven't. Well, and if anyone caught all of The Office references, you need to DM us so we can be best friends. But, I mean, husband, you got any closing statements for the people? Nope. Just a reminder to communicate. Yeah. Communicate. Figure out what you guys need. Create the time and space for yourselves and show up for each other. Yeah, remember you're on the same team. You guys are on the same team. Yep, always. Alrighty, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this as much as we thoroughly enjoyed this. We're actually going to go hop in our um, mineral jacuzzi and relax and just reconnect and enjoy the fact that we have some peace and quiet. So... As always, leave us a comment, leave us a review. We would love to know how you feel about everything we shared or if you have any questions. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at How Did We Get Here Podcast. Um, follow us, DM us. If there's anything we can talk about, we would love to know. 
And as always, we will talk to you guys next time.